I shed a fat tear. <laughs> little grease, little grease bobble. Saturday Omaha. Eat this. Uh, boys, are you ready to... Excuse me, sir. Yes. I pay taxes. I'm a man. Men. Thank you. Eaters. Yeah, that's good. Fellow podcasters. You guys ready to podcast and talk about some food? I'm going to plan on this. All right. All right. Well, let's let's do it then. Let's uh, let's get this podcast rolling. Uh, the, uh, the Three Amigos, the Three Musketeers, the... Three eating uh, podcasts. Amigos. I could totally go for a Mexi roll. Right? No, wait. That's Taco John's, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Uh, crisp meat burrito? Yes. Crisp meat burrito for the win, bud. There you go. There you go. Um, sounds good. And uh, we're ready to roll. Fatterday Omaha uh, in the place. Uh, coming at you with another Fatterday morsel. Uh, bringing you a uh, an overview of uh, local or really just wherever we decide to eat, frankly. Uh, and in this case, we are Omaha-based, and this is an Omaha-based restaurant. Um, I don't know if we actually based restaurants. That's kind of odd. Based turkeys, bro. Oh, yeah, not restaurants. All right, all right, sounds good. Today, uh, we, well, I, I suppose due to the time, uh, recently, <laughs> uh, we got food from The Galley, which is a newer place in Omaha, and they haven't been open that long. Tej, what do you think? Like, maybe has it been six months now? Um, it doesn't seem like it's been that long. It's actually kind of weird now that they've. Been, I, I've gotten used to them. Like they've always been there. Uh, full disclosure: they are very close to the house, and I am going to be very biased during this here review. But that's uh, a morsel, yeah, buddy. I, I, We're just talking food here. I, I've gotten used to them being there, but yeah, probably maybe maybe two or three months i want to say it doesn't seem like it's anywhere near six let's just say in the grand scheme of things they are they are a new restaurant for sure and you can find them at 4963 center street omaha nebraska and i'm gonna go for a yelling distance uh zip code this time what do you guys think like uh 68106 there you go. There's all the all the oxen free. There you go. There's today's uh today's zip code. So we're gonna launch right into this little beastie here. Um, as we are physically distanced uh, in these necessary normal times, uh, I have no idea what TJ ordered today. I have an sort of an idea of what Sam ordered because I've seen some pictures, but I I don't know precisely everything that Sam ordered. Uh, I had gentlemen. Uh, two kind of main things, and then a uh, a few sides along with those. Can you give me a quantity of things that you ordered so we can decide like how to roundtable this so we don't all stack up? Gentlemen, hold up your fingers. All right. Okay. I I am I am the the short straw here with two people. Uh, I think we started with uh, Sam last podcast. Uh, so I'm I'm gonna Dave. Say, yes, Dave. Are you eating people? Um. Let's it's not... people. <laughs> Let's with a side of Soylent Green. Thank oh. you, Sam. Oh, nom man. nom nom nom. <laughs> Let's uh, uh, quick, awkward segue. TJ, since you got three things, would you like to t- start uh, telling me about one of those three things, uh, please? Sure, I will start with the starter which I ate last. Um, <laughs> well, that's not complex. I got myself some of them wingies oh uh the two wing like items on the menu are the wingies and the saucy nugs and this time around we went with the traditional wings uh did you sing the wing song 
Wing ding dong. Wing a ding 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 dong. Keep the wings ringing? Uh, sure, salsa. I was going to say. Yeah. Anyways, continue. Now I wish I got some rings too. Yeah. Um, does this, this, is that what started the actual East Coast, West Coast feud was like maybe like wings or drummies versus flats in the wing ding dong song? Anyway, go ahead. I, I don't know what that means. It's the two sections of the, of the, the, the wing. So I had some wings. <laughs> oh, yeah. TJ, uh, tell us about some food. Um, unfortunately, well, I'm, Doing these first, I ate them last, so I cannot comment on the texture because, uh, again, I'm, I'm going to be a little biased in this review because I, I really like these guys, and I wind up talking mostly to Chris, sometimes to Shannon, the, the couple that run the place. But I, I will wind up uh, speaking to them for quite some time, and I did that and waited to get to these last, so... Texture was not a thing. They'd been in that styrofoam container for a minute. Uh, usually they come out lightly crisp on the outside, like wings are supposed to be. They seem to be a slightly more moist wing, not just the chicken, but there's a little bit more uh, more fat around them than on most uh, restaurant wings. So they they do maintain a good, good inner texture and flavor, uh, more so than most. The sauce... He keeps experimenting with stuff. Uh, I got the, uh, I think it's the, the, I may not be able to say it. Yep. Oh, the Hellfire Habanero. I was thinking of a slightly different variation of that, which I probably would try to avoid saying on the air. But the Hellfire Habanero, which is not quite Hellfiery just yet. It's a, a new variant of the sauce where he's taken his Habanero stuff and adding a little bit of the Thai chili to round out the flavor. And the flavor is great, but it mutes the heat. So uh, for my benefit, knowing I like a little extra spice, he threw some uh, a dash of his uh, favored hot habanero sauce in there to uh, to bring things up. So while the texture was a little off, the flavor was on. Uh, really interesting, rounded out, all sorts of notes in that, and a little bit of that habanero sting. I was decidedly down with this uh, wing texture from sitting in the box being off or not. Uh, that said... The saucy nugs, despite being breaded, actually seem to hold up better. Even if I let those get cold, they're still crisp on the outside. The chicken flavor is really good. This is the one place where if I'm getting wings, I'm probably getting boneless because they, they are Whoa. tasty and they hold up well. And I am not a boneless wings fan, so keep that in mind. I, I recommend the saucy nugs, but the wings are good if you want your traditionals. The only additional note here. Is you know you, you get your wings and you got your side of sauce and his uh, his blue cheese and ranch are on offer and they are both house made and pretty darn good. Uh, I haven't had the blue cheese in a while. The ranch has changed through iterations and it now has this nice, uh, really well rounded herbaceous thing going for it. It's a particularly good ranch. But uh, in addition to those sides, you know you get your wings and most places give you the the celery sticks and the carrots which you may or may not choose to bite into, and now you're just, it's boring. Uh, they have been pickling vegetables in-house, so this comes with pickled carrots and pickled peppers, and they are legitimately delicious on their own, and then you dip them suckers in that there ranch, and you actually have a side with your saucy nugs and or wingies. I like well, that. Are the nugs indeed saucy, and what are they sauced with? 
Well, the sauce of your choice, and thank you for asking, Sam, because I bothered to pull up the sauce list and completely forgot to read it during that review. Oh, my. Appreciate that. Uh, your options are no sauce slash naked, buffalo, <gasps> bourbon barbecue, dry rub, curry slurry, Nashville, garlic parm, Thai chili, and hellfire habanero. Those sauces are somewhat subject to change. Most of them are consistently in the rotation, but I wouldn't be surprised to see one of the names changed, types changed, or additional sauces added. In fact, the Facebook post uh, that he just put up has a sauce that they don't even know what to call yet. You know, cool. I really uh, respect the fact that you honor the Enye with your uh, pronunciation of habanero because the Enye is not in habanero it's just a regular n and you pronounce it correctly so so thank you uh, don't don't be throwing tildes around like willy-nilly and stuff you know use them where they're appropriate and speaking Open of out, man right and speaking of appropriate uh sam uh burger Yo, boss what's uh, up? you're appropriate so uh so can you give me uh one of those three things that graced your palate today uh, much like my man TJ, I also decided to get a happy-tizer, as they call them, not appetizers, a happy-tizer. I got the Giro Roli, which is a bite-sized version of the Giro pizza wrapped up in our wonderful dough and sliced into bite-sized pizza rolls and served with a side of tzatziki. Now... <clears throat> I love gyros. Boy, do I ever love gyros. I love gyros. Gyros, I love them. Hey, you know what I like about gyros? Everything. <laughs> um, I was really excited to eat these. Um, I ate them throughout the meal, so I knew what they were like fresh. I knew what they were like mostly fresh, and I knew what they were like cold. These are good things. Their breading on this gyro roly, uh, as I say, wonderful dough. They, they, they're allowed to keep that descriptor. It is a wonderful wow, dough. Nice. It is, it is crispy. It is flaky. It is moist. It is chewy. It is floury. It's all the things dough should be after it's cooked in perfect proportions and preparations. Mm. Um, now, my issue with this is, now I have an issue. <gasps> I, I deconstructed like my good friend Dave does oh after I had, after I had like three of them, I was like, I need to know what is inside these thing that I'm eating. Uh-huh. Pulled it apart. And as I suspected, I didn't know what was in the pizza, but upon investigating what's actually in the pizza, I can relate to you that in the gyro pizza, there is olive oil as a base, gyro meat, mozzarella cheese, green olives topped with red onions, fresh tomatoes, and a house-made ziki sauce. My problem here, boys, is green olives. <gasps> that green olive taste detours oh. so much of the other flavors that are in there. It makes me sad. The gyro meat I actually had to pull out of this delicious breaded treat from yeah. nature yes. and the gods yes, and had to take a bite of it just to understand what was going on with the meat. And, you know, I've been spoiled by what has been King Kong. I mean, you know, that's not even spoiled. That's just Omaha staple. But that was my base. That was my jump off point to knowing what a gyro beef tastes like. Yeah. And then, and then like fetas later on. With yeah. And then the fetas feta later on. Yeah. Yeah. So like, 
I, I compare this this gyro meat to that, and I can say that unfortunately it does not stand up as well as either two of those establishments. The uh, the gyro meat could use a little bit more seasoning, a little bit more flavor, a little bit more meat meat in there. But yeah, I, I he's I, I, you got to cut back on those green olives. They're just a bit much for me. I think if I were to order the roly again, I would say, could I get a roly without the green olive? I would like to know how that goes. I'm going to bring the rollies this way because I also had rollies, but I had the pepperoni rollies. So I had a little bit of a different rollie. Sam, I'm going to high five you from a distance on your analysis of the bread itself. Um, the bread was delicious. Um, and I, my notes, and, and probably similar to yours, it was it was chewy where it needed to be chewy. I found it buttery. And good like the dough was good it was cooked well um in, in my notes over here i mentioned it's a pizza roulade is what it is <laughs> it's, it's a rolled up pizza um there are a couple pizza a couple pizzas there are a couple pizzas in here there are a couple pieces of pepperoni in each roll and there was enough cheese to leak out and kind of get those little crunchy brown edges that you might get on oh yeah yeah on like a pan pizza oh, yeah. or, or or even the the best part of a detroit pizza which is the very edge um the sauce that came with it for mine um it was served cold uh which is not my preference however the galley is a to-go kitchen only um if you don't like the sauce cold Heat it up when you get home. Not a big deal. It takes 30 seconds in the microwave. Not a big deal. Um, I did find the sauce a little bit interesting. It, it's not too sweet. It's a thicker sauce. But there was some spice flavor in there I could not quite pick out. I don't know if it was star anise or, or what it was. It wasn't too licorice but it was kind of like there was this little spice profile that's kind of like wham when, when I had the sauce. However, I thought these suckers were really good. Um, you know, bread, cheese, pepperoni mix. Um, I think they're like eight bucks and there were 10 of these suckers in a box and they are like a, a roughly like one inch wide, two to three inch diameter roll. It's a meal in itself. It's a meal in itself. That's for sure. Yeah. You, if you got a box of these and some fries or a box of these and your favorite beverage, you could just eat this and be done. Uh, it's, it's a lot of food. Great appetizer. I am in favor of the uh, pepperoni rollies. I, I wouldn't change uh, anything about them. I thought they were delicious, great value, buttery, flaky, delicious. So thumbs up from me on those rollies. Teej, since you had three items and you've knocked one out of the park, may I please have your next item? Certainly. I got another appetizer, but uh, I'm going to tell you about the main course first and save that appetizer for last. I got... The taco pizza. The summary is as follows. Taco pizza. Nacho cheese sauce, seasoned ground beef, mozzarella cheese topped with lettuce, tomato, and fiesta cheese. Upgrade to your choice of nacho cheese Doritos or Cool Ranch Doritos for a buck more. So I, I, I will point out at this point, I don't know what the regular chips that it would normally come with taste like because... I didn't get them, but that's called my fault because I came in probably 10, 20 minutes uh, before the order was supposed to be ready and then distracted Chris by talking to him the entire time to the point where we got deep in conversation 
and he had to figure out where the heck he put the pizza cutter. So uh, the fact that uh, one thing that I didn't care that much about was missed and I didn't bother to say anything because I didn't care that much about it is entirely my fault. The, the service is consistently good. I will point that out. However, I can't review the chips. Um, I might have might have gone with the, the nacho cheese Doritos with this uh, had I to do it all over again. But uh, the pizza itself, uh, I was surprised at how well the mozzarella kind of played nice with everything. I w- had some concerns about that, that it might mute it or or make it a little bland, or just effectively be filler in this otherwise uh, taco device. But it just made things uh, cheesier and richer and better. So mozzarella I'm pleased with that there. Mozzarella is never a bad idea, bud. You ever talk bad about mozzarella in my presence again, and you're off the squad. <laughs> Shut your mouth. It's a simple cheese and might make my uh, season food. A simple season. and delicious cheese. Yeah, never yeah, forget it. yeah. But I was surprised at how well it did, because it could have gone not bad, per se. Horribly but, wrong. Uh, not as good. So the, it, it added and didn't, uh, didn't voice itself loudly over any of the other flavors. Uh, I don't know about the Fiesta cheese. This was, it was a little more done on top. So there was a lot of those, those uh, you know, brown, cheesy, uh, Maillard reaction goodness uh, pockets here. So the, the overall physical appearance made it hard to tell if the, the extra Fiesta was playing a role or not. Regardless, the, the overall flavor was, uh, was good on cheese. It worked well. The nacho cheese sauce, I didn't notice by itself because it really blended in with the, the taco meat is a very fine grind placed on the breading, on the, on the crust under the cheese. And that and the, uh, the nacho cheese got together and got all happy and mixed together. And it's a real nice, I, I like that fine grind quite a bit. The texture was really nice. Uh, the meat was seasoned correctly, not super overly so, but definitely assertive, a very good flavor. And then as for the toppings, the lettuce and tomato put on after the pizza was done. So I didn't have hot lettuce, which is a pet peeve of mine. I agree lightly cool and crisp and both the the tomatoes you mean you kind of expect the tomatoes to be diced or chopped but the lettuce was also a chopped lettuce so i'm getting pieces of crisp lettucey goodness instead of the the whole shredded nonsense where it just kind of adds a brassy taste to whatever you're using this was this lettuce had the right to be there it asserted itself it added it it made things better and it was cool and crisp when I got to it with my hot and fresh and tasty pizza. Uh, a word on the dough. It is a very simple dough. It's actually vegan. I believe the fat involved is olive oil and then it's flour yeast water. And there's nothing else going on with it. And it's very interesting to me how uh, the, a lot of this flavor has to be coming from the yeast. So it highlights the the importance of a good yeast. I their their recipe for this dough has not changed, but it's gone from okay to legitimately delicious. It's the same stuff they're using in the rollies. Anything anything pizza related is this, and it was soft and 
slightly airy and chewy in the middle. It was nice and golden brown on the bottom. It did exactly the things that a pizza dough should do. And the pizza grip was uh, very much worthwhile and uh, came out as a, if I was getting the pizza on its own, I would recommend an extra side or two just because I like a lot of the marinara. In this case, I had one extra item that I will now tease but not speak of directly that uh, the pizza grip became a useful dipping breadstick device for. This thing was delicious. Thank you for that, TJ. I, I leaned in close to the microphone because I was about to say, how was the pizza grip? But you got it, so thank you for that. Uh, hey, Burger Boss Sam. Sup? Uh, you want to tell me about a, uh, another vittle at the <clears throat> moment? Hold on, boys. Let me... Uh... Uh, oh, buddy! Cracking the knuckles there, bud. Mm. Let's talk about serious. Let's talk about the most interesting thing on this menu, shall we? Let's do it. Let's talk about the chicken and waffle Sammy. I saw a picture of this, and I am very curious about this thing. I, I have some awareness. I'm, I'm curious as to what you're going to say, but I like that knuckle crack as a lead-in. I, I think good things are about to happen. So let's just read the descriptor for those who cannot see the menu at home. Our chick magnet, which is their chicken sandwich, on a toasted Belgian waffle topped with honey mustard and, of course, a side of maple syrup. Now, under this impression, I think I'm getting an open-faced sandwich. <laughs> I, I was wrong. You like that, Dave? You like I, that throwback? I do. Thank you. You're welcome. I was wrong. I was getting a top and a bottom waffle, which was exciting. I opened this box, and I gazed upon it, and I shed a tear. <gasps> I shed a fat tear. <laughs> little grease, little grease bobble. Gravy came pouring from my eye sockets. <laughs> I was hypnotized by this sandwich. I looked at it and said, sandwich, you're every sandwich I've ever wanted. In fact... In fact, I make these sandwiches for breakfast, kind of. I make peanut butter and jelly waffle sandwiches all the time. Ooh, sounds delicious. And now the fact that I'm having chicken, honey mustard, and a side of maple syrup with this for lunch, the circle is complete. Oh, my. Two circles with chicken in the middle. Telling you. Now, let's talk about the waffle, which, which... Sandwich. My wife and I went there early, hung out in the parking lot, got it first order out the door because we ordered like at 340. Whoa, nice. Preemptive. And said we would be there at five. They brought it out the door as soon as it was done. It was nuclear hot off the grill into the styrofoam container. Nice. Sitting in our car. All we did was just pull around the corner and we started to smash. <laughs> I love everything about that sentence. Now, I opened up the sandwich, and it is fogging up my eyes. <laughs> your glasses would be fogged over on a cold day. This was so hot. It was fogging up my actual <laughs> ocular receptacles. So I said, you know what? I'm about to put a pause on this. We're going to have to let this cool down a little bit because this is a big sandwich. Like, you have to do one of these numbers to eat it. Oh my you, have to make, you have to throw up Crip with both hands. <laughs> it's a Crip waffle. Both both C's on both hands as big as you can. You got to sea walk that sandwich. Yeah. Um, so I was like, well, this is one I, I have to like not be sitting in the driver's seat for. 
this one's gonna have to wait until I get home. I mean, it's pretty hot. It'll last. Okay. Well, the one thing I was worried about is that wolf going super soggy on. Mm, yes. Which, after a 13 minute drive, yes, from 49th and center to 120th and Q, yeah, to the time I walked downstairs, yeah, and opened up that container, yeah, there was still some crisp left <gasps> in that waffle. Wow. Nice. Travelocity. It was. It was amazing. Amazing. Now. We're not talking ego waffles here, bud. We're talking three to four inch thick, square, hearty waffles. Ooh. Hearty waffles. Ooh. Mouthfuls. Mouth. Now, I did not do the science, and I did not separate these items to taste them individually because I was so excited to stick my fat mouth <laughs> on this fat waffle <laughs> with this fat slab of chicken. None of it disappointed in any aspect oh, whatsoever. Oh, that makes me happy. Now, I did forget that it said honey mustard. I took a bite into it and <laughs> said, I was like, what is this tang? I am expecting there to be maple syrup in here. Woo tang! Pow! Yeah, I, maybe this is just some down south syrup with spice. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just, I'm accepting it. And I'm like, okay, this is fine. I take another bite. I'm like, okay, this is this is this is pretty good. I, I I can live with this. I just really want that sweet component of that that maple syrup. I was like, oh wait, it's a side container. Mm-hmm. Where's my side container? <laughs> there it was, <gasps> holding yes, the delicious lake mm. of syrupy syrup. So when I had two bites gone, which of course leaves corners now, so <laughs> I can actually put it into the ramekin device of syrup. Yes. I, I, I dipped it in the syrup and I took a bite and it was everything I could possibly imagine this sandwich should, could, and ever will be. Wow. This sandwich, even though this is not an official Frampton rating, definitely gets my my Frampton seal of approval for a Saturday type sandwich. Two thick chicken, or two, uh, I didn't even speak about how big the chicken was. The chicken itself is is another two to three inch piece. So you're you're eating like a eight inch sandwich. That's why you have to hold up the seawalk. <laughs> the vertical stack. Yeah, it's it's you have to unhinge the jaw boa constrictor style to <laughs> to actually get into the sandwich. The chicken was crispy, chicken was moist, chicken was flavorful. It was great. All these things combined. Aw, oh, buddy. Aw, oh, buddy. This is a sandwich I would go back strictly to this place for. Wow. On its on its own. I loved it. I, Get this sandwich. I, I like the fact that the picture that I saw, like, it looked good. It I, I'm so glad that the taste and everything like tied into to that deliciousness. That's that's awesome. Uh, I may have Amazing. to get this. I, Amazing. I, I also like the fact that somehow, so Sam, you and I did not coordinate any ordering whatsoever today right i mean no. so you, you got the gyro rollies i got the pepperoni rollies you got the waffle sandwich i got the chick magnet so so <laughs> nice. i'm gonna i'm gonna take that chicken and bring it over this way i got the chick magnet which is their their chicken sandwich um and it is served on a brioche bun it is breaded i you, you get your choice of sauces. I think TJ was talking about their wing sauces. You can apply these same things to a sandwich. So you can get it naked with nothing on it or a sauce. I wanted to try the Nashville hot because I like some good Nashville hot chicken. So that is precisely what I did. Um, I also did not add tomato, lettuce, onion. I got 
chicken. Oh, you lost the plot. I did. No, no plot on this one. No P L O T. Just chicken bun sauce. That's what I got. Chicken confirmed crunchy um, on the unsauced perimeter because, of course, the uh, sauced area and it was heavily sauced, which I appreciate. Um, was well covered in sauce the the edges were definitely crispy but not it did not suffer from what some chicken fried steaks do and especially the old school chicken fried steak like the edge dehydration yes where you get that chewy no this did not have that problem it was perfectly done perfectly cooked and 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 burger terms you love bun leather in chicken terms, chicken leather is the worst. <laughs> yes. Yeah, very true. Uh, perfectly breaded. Sam, uh, you know, you mentioned this is a big piece of chicken. It is It is not a wimpy piece of chicken. Uh, good amount on that sandwich. She thick, baby. Oh, man. Um, it was on a brioche bun. And the thing is, is this was a chicken holder plus. This was a good brioche bun. This bun... I can confirm while eating the sandwich, there were at least two instances where I was struck with a brioche bun buttery blast where I was like, oh, butter, bam. And I'm like eating. I was like, oh, wait, bun, hello, wham. The bun made itself known in a delicious buttery way, and I I really appreciate that. I also appreciate the fact that the breading was not too thick. It wasn't like distracting. It was just right. The sauce the sauce, I will tell you, I am going to call it a deep Nashville buffalo sauce, is the way I would call it. Um, it is trending more buffalo slash barbecue sauce than what I would typically call a Nashville hot. Um, I was missing some of the sweetness uh, that I would expect in a Nashville hot sauce. This is more similar to maybe maybe the sauce, the medium sauce at Jim's Ribs, which if you're in Omaha, please go mm. try the chicken at Jim's Ribs, um, except this is thicker. So, you know, it's it's a well-made sauce, a very flavorful sauce. I did, just thought it could use a little more sweetness in the Nashville direction. Um, this is a really good chicken sandwich, fantastically done from top to bottom, um, definitely above average. Would order this again in if I'm looking for a chicken sandwich, but I got to say, after hearing Sam's review, the next chicken sandwich I order from there will be wrapped in two waffles of goodness because that oh, sounds yeah. So, yeah, there you go. Uh, Tej, I know you had another thing, so let's go. What's the next one? Uh, leaving this appetizer for last, it was one of the specials du jour, and alas... I, I'm I'm going to tip my hand on the end of this review here and say that I, I had to take me a little nap because I work night shift and I was going to order it again today because I had it yesterday. And sadly, it's it's off the menu and, and we may need to need to talk about that in house later, because what I had is the, quote, mom's cream of mushroom soup, because you see, I have had a suspicion for practically the entire time I have been alive that there is a version of canned mushroom soup that's legitimately really, really good on its own. But this has not existed heretofore. I, I have tried to find it. There are very few restaurants that serve any sort of cream of mushroom soup. Last time I had it, they were just serving Campbell's anyway. So I've been waiting. I've been curious. I've been looking. This is cream of mushroom soup 
made with house-made au jus and topped with spring onions. I really have this image like you have a crow's nest on the top of your house, and you climb up like once a week, and you get your your, Yar, your spyglass. Here better be mushrooms. And you're looking, looking for that soup. Okay, carry At on. last we reach the end of the map. <laughs> so the first thing I have in notes is deep soup. This was insanely flavorful. Like, it, it has all the savory. You got that house-made au jus, which I am hey, happy to drink on its own. Yes, Sam. Is it worthy? <laughs> you know what? You know what? You know I what? do Chef's know what. I hide. I do what, know. What, what leaves me all sorts of like, like I need, need me some moisturizer for said hide now because... Yes, Sam, it. it was worthy. Yes! That yes! Was, that might it, be. It did indeed have all those mushroom, woody, earthy things it's happening in it. the first worthy of 2021. Ugh. <laughs> yes, he had, had to ruin my happiness with the soup by bringing out the worst portmanteau to ever come out of TJ's mouth. Yes, it was oh, worthy. Yeah. The word portmanteau is also fat. Portmanteau. <laughs> portmanteau. Well, it's marinated in port. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm going to say it again just to get the uh, the taste of that portmanteau out of my mouth and put the <laughs> soup back in it. Deep soup. Absolutely so many different kinds of savory between the, the au jus and the mushrooms. I'm not sure if the mushrooms were like fresh cut and sauteed or if he got some sort of flavorful mushroom and that was dehydrated and rehydrated it like you do with a shiitake or something like that regardless they had that real mushroom texture no canned mushroom nonsense had that real you know softness and a little bit of a little bit of bite to them a little bit of chew some toots yeah yeah that that al dente-ness even though they were uh, uh fairly Soft. you know well done because mm-hmm. otherwise they'd be watery and whatnot and they were they were dense and flavorful and had that that right amount of chew to them it was this dark savory bowl of wonderfulness and then those the green onions on top looked like he was using mostly the white part like you would with leeks so it's these these little pops of still savory because you know onions but it's the treble to the soup's base it's it's got that freshness to it and it's got a nice uh, nice pop of uh of vegetable slight crispness everything was right about this soup it is the mushroom soup i have only theorized that could exist heretofore before now and i have last thing in my notes is destination soup it is one of those rare aminals that i would go back to hunt um I, i i would return here for the soup alone and sadly because i knew it was a special I did not get back today to buy several orders to just keep on hand. I want more of this soup. And soon. And and what was your overview, your two-word overview of the soup? Why, it was deep soup. <laughs> Love it. Bloop. There it is. And over to Sam, who is sitting above me in the current uh, <clears throat> recording arrangement. What's that last thing you got, my brother? Oh, the knuckle crack times two? Ooh, tell me it's with the a, thing I with think a, it is. With a fist stretch. Speak to me, Sam. Well, boys, there's a thing. 
You know, I got married not too long ago. You did. Congratulations again. Thank you. She, she's a nice lady. We like her. She's a wonderful a lady. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She hails from the place where the sandwich is from. Got the Italian beef. Mm-hmm. And in the descriptor, the second word is Chicago. A Chicago favorite. Slow roasted beef soaked in au jus and topped with fresh jardiniere. How do you say that? Jardiniers? I'm pretty sure it's jardiniere. Whatever. Make it KC Chief and add G cheese peppers. for a buck more. Yeah, G peppers. Or add a sausage link for two bucks. I did make it KC Chief, which I don't see how that is because they they have Italian beefs with Mott's cheese in Chicago. It's a thing. It's not a KC thing. It's fine. Now, Marissa had a bite of this. She was none too impressed, which is sad because I was rather impressed. I actually thought this was really tasty. I thought the the roast beef and the au jus were very flavorful, not over salty, nice beef flavor, and there was just a hint of smoke in there, which I really enjoyed. Now, my bone that I want to pick with this sandwich in particular is the garden material that sits on top of it, the giardinerias. The G peppers. The G peppers. And there was other things than just G peppers on there. There was some other greens on top. I'm not sure what they were, but there was a lot of them. If they could have dialed that down by about 50%, the balance would have been a lot better, in my opinion. Now, the toasted bun was A+. I enjoyed the toasted bun very much, too. Yeah. I I thought that would be the bone to pick. No, no, no. The bone to pick is just there's too much greens on top. I was I was drowning in greens in like almost every bite. If I could get, you know, the whole bite because it was a pretty big bun. I, well, and plus I got I got mine served wet. So, you know, it's soaked up inside of the uh the bun itself, the 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 hoagie roll. Um but I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I would get it again. I would tell him to go light if I were to order the sandwich, because I think the balance was a little off with with the peppers and whatever else greenery is at the top, but the, the melted cheese is definitely good. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it myself. So let us take it to the wrap of On This Morsel, where you get to hear about the hook and the hint for this restaurant. In this case, the galley uh, located roughly 50th and Center Street in Omaha, Nebraska. Um, from me, I'll, I'll start out a little bit. Um, just kind of quick review. I, I thought the pricing was really good um, on the rolls and the sides. The food was hot. It traveled well. Um, so my my hook here, I think this is a small but fun menu. There's a good variety of things. I think that uh, that hot beef sandwich is is completely legitimate. And there's kind of fun things for everybody on here. TJ got soup. I got a chicken sandwich. Uh, Sam got the the beef and got the waffle sandwich. There's all sorts of different stuff here. So that's that's going to be my hook is it's just a fun menu and you should explore it. So I'm going to uh, hit the tennis ball um, over to TJ uh, for a hook. TJ, would you like to add a hook to this morsel? Yeah, as you said, the the overall menu has a bunch of interesting stuff on that. So I will... I will leave that hook alone since you already did it and uh, point out all the in-house made things and the specials. Um, there's the the in-house. They've started pickling their vegetables in-house, which they they got a real nice flavor on them. I actually can't say enough good about that. And you're finding them in, in more dishes like the uh, the chicken curry sandwiches topped with their, their pickled onions. And it looks like green peppers now, too. Uh, 
So they, they got a lot of that going, the in-house ranch, the in-house blue cheese, the in-house au jus. There's all this stuff that is uniquely theirs and well-made. It's the, the freshness and the interest of the food. I'm going to go with for the overall hook and playing into that. The hint for me, this is, uh, it, it may be played out now, but I, I believe this is another dartboard menu. You would be hard-pressed to not be happy just toss that dart anywhere on this and order where it goes there's a lot of good stuff i i haven't found anything that wasn't at least good if not great uh, but check the specials i think that's my hint is check the specials uh, right now running is the spaminator deep fried spam topped with pickled pineapple sriracha slaw and monchev cheese there's a polish calzone the last one i did with was the soup they had this crazy, very prime rib-like uh, uh, beef sandwich, uh, French dip with a horseradish aioli around New Year's. Like these these wacky things you won't see anywhere else, and they are pretty consistently delicious. So, again, hook, in-house made goodness, and hint, check them specials. Oh, TJ threw a hint in there also. All right. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I can what a cheater. I, I can redo the hook. No, that's fine. Just be, keep it cheater. That's, it's it's all good. You can you can preemptively strike. It's fine. You you have the most knowledge of this menu as you have eaten here more than either of us. So this is Sam's first time. I think this is my third time ordering here. So speaking of Sam, Sam, what type of hook you want to add, if any, to this hook list? Uh, here's the hook to this place. This is a place that would thrive in Benson. This oh is my a gosh, Benson yes. place. This is your Ica. This is your Aichingon. This is your burrito envy that doesn't exist in Benson. This yeah. is a place that has fun, unique, smaller. Well, I don't want to say smaller, just small. It's small. It's a bad word. A special truncated, dedicated list of fun. Dedicated. Things to use. That's good. Um, it's just it's got little unique, wacky things that. That don't exist in a lot of places. I mean, I know chicken and waffles are a thing, but a chicken and waffle sandwich, you know, eh? They got the 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 uh, the 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 rollies, you know. Those those are those are unique and fun. I think this would be a, a great place that should be in Benson. That's not in Benson. I think that's the hook here. It's a real neat place that has a little je ne sais quoi to it, you know. Um. um. Dave, I'm going to, in addition to cheating and throwing out both the hook and the hint in, in my hook, I'm going to have to ask you to edit out Sam's entire thing because I don't want them to move away. They're so close to my house. <laughs> well, you're not going to edit that out because I'm not saying they need to move there. I'm saying that's what it feels like. That They feel like that's they belong there. That's really well said. There isn't anything within like a you know several mile radius that comes close to what they're doing right there. Right. And I think the hint here is don't order a lot because I am still paying for this. And this has been hours <laughs> later. And I ordered, I ordered ham too. This is, this is a very, uh, well, very see, firm uh, description of portion size and anecdote. You know, I've been doing the 16, eight and I think my stomach has shrunk just a little bit, but, uh, I am. I was serious. You know, I was, was watching the fights before this, and I was rather miserable the entire time I was watching the fights. And I got off. You know, I, I said, "Dave, it's it's over. I'm going to go hook stuff up." And I'm like, one one meal from here, 
is is suffices. They're 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 honking sizes. I don't want to <laughs> say they're they're ginormous, but they're honking. They're 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 bigger than normal sizes. One one thing, and you're good to go. That's my hint. I, know, I think that's that's real fair, especially that beef sandwich because I I always want to order it and something else, but it's too big for me to order it and something big. else. I'll... Yeah, I had that. I had the chicken sandwich and I had the rollies. Ooh, ooh. You know, I I think Sam, I I like your hint there. Um, you know, you, you could almost maybe that'll be my hint. If if you are dining with someone, maybe order two two different things and share them, um, and you'll probably be real happy. The other thing I would tell you as a hint is that you can order half sides, uh, smaller portions of the sides, so the fries and the onion rings. So if you need to order something like maybe a calzone, um, and you want to get some fries with it or something like that, you can order a smaller portion, uh, and you'll find that when you go on their online ordering that you can uh, often just tack on something there. So check out those options. Tej, I like that you mentioned the daily specials. I love restaurants that have a daily special. I like a good core menu, and it's so fun because the the chefs can you know mess around with whatever ingredients they want to mess with, and maybe bring you some interest that you haven't seen in a while. So that's that's yeah, pretty cool. Because I was not aware there was a spam sandwich on there. I would have got that too. All right, so that's the foods, that's the hooks, that's the hints, that's the morsel for the galley. Uh, I think it's about to uh, sign off from this morsel then, boys. So uh, with that, uh, I'm Dave. I'm Sam. I'm TJ. And uh, first of all, thanks for eating with us. Please, uh, we would love it if you would share this with someone who's hungry and interact with us on Facebook, Twitter, and uh, Instagram. Uh, Thank you, Herdat Media. And uh, Sam... What would you like to tell them on the way out the door? Eat this. See you guys. Bye. Saturday Omaha. Eat this. A Huda Media Production. Uh, the summary is. <laughs> well, he ate it. Good summary. Yeah. <laughs>